0: What's going on everybody? Welcome back to the Dogcast. It has been a while. It's been almost a month. Um, I apologize for that. Just gotta, had to do some other things with life and everything, but I'm back. Um, today also marks the day I'm gonna start trying to stream slash record slash upload videos for six or seven days in a row just so I can get actual content for YouTube, but otherwise a lot of crap has happened in the sports world, so... Let's get to it. Speaking with Formula One, um, the day after the French Grand Prix happened, Oscar Piastri and that whole situation with Alpine happened. Everybody knows that by now. Um, uh, Porsche and Audi are set to join Formula One in 2026, so that's going to be good. There's been a little bit of thing. There's been a little bit of things with Porsche and Audi though, um, because Audi, I think, is trying to go with Alfa Romeo, or at least that's the thing, because Alfa Romeo has not renewed their contract with Sauber past 2023, so Sauber might return, or Audi might take over Sauber, who knows, Um, and then Porsche bought 50% of the stock at Red Bull, but Christian Horner, and I guess the Red Bull team, is kind of concerned with that, just because of porsche buying like half of it and i guess red bull might own the other half or now porsche might own a majority of it especially for 2026 but that's just that i mean it's going to be fun to see porsche actually coming into formula one two new teams two new outfits coming into formula one at least or at least partnering with an engine um it's going to be interesting to see what happens um and also honestly if Audi or Porsche are competitive like Haas right away. Just t- coming in 2016, get points right off the bat. Or if they're just going to kind of fall to the back of the grid. um. So it's going to be interesting. My prediction is that because Porsche and Red Bull are working together, Porsche is just going to come in with balls to the wall, just ball swinging. Or just swinging, like... Just swinging. Just coming in, fighting in 2026. And then my guess is Audi is going to try to do that. But they're going to be like a midfield outfit, kind of like Haas came into Formula One in 2016. I think they're gonna do that. Um, So that's that. Um, So with other news, college football is also starting. That's something that I'm very, very hype with. It's college football. And so I cannot wait for college football to start. I can't wait for all of that in fact I'm gonna to try to predict a couple of games to see what we got see what's going on um, I have the full roster put up for week one for all the games that are going on in college football so I say let's get to it and the first one that happens today there's two that happen at five o'clock because this is being recorded on Thursday West Virginia and 17 Pittsburgh the backyard brawl is back West Virginia is my team so I'm gonna go West Virginia on top of Pittsburgh fuck Pittsburgh we know it um central michigan and oklahoma state so central michigan and 12 oklahoma state um oklahoma state's at home so that's going to be an easy win for the cowboys so that's what i predict um virginia military and wake forest vmi and wake forest are taking on each other vmi won the socon i think that was last year but vmi won the socon after a long drought of being not good at football. Virginia Mill is back, so I'm gonna go with an upset. I'm gonna go with VMI over Wake Forest and clown me in chat if you will, but that is my prediction for that. Western Michigan at fifteen Michigan State. Easy win for the Spartans. Just come on. If you don't see that win happening Actually Western Michigan might upset, but then again we're talking about Western Michigan. So that's that. Sam Houston and Texas A&M. Easy win for the Aggies because I don't even know who the fuck Sam Houston is. East Carolina at home versus 13 North Carolina State. It doesn't matter. The Bucks aren't that good. And 13 North Carolina State should man to handle them pretty well. Um, Colorado State and Michigan. Um, Colorado State doesn't have an offense. Or Colorado State doesn't really have anything going for them other than offense and the fact that I have some friends that play on the team. Um, I'm going to go with 8 Michigan. Just Michigan is going to Michigan is ranked 8th and they're going up against Colorado State of all teams. So come on. And now we have uh, so this is Saturday. We're into the Saturday games. We're we've been into the Saturday games for a while. 23 Cincinnati and 19 Arkansas. Um, for those of you who don't know what the numbers mean, by the way, they have a national ranking from first to twenty-fifth. Um, if you're ranked first through twenty-fifth in a nation, you get a number beside your name because that means you're one of the top teams called one of the top teams in college football. Cincinnati is ranked to be the twenty-third best team in the nation, so they get the twenty-third ranking. Arkansas is ranked nineteenth, so Arkansas is ranked nineteenth. <clears throat> I don't know let's look at the stats for this one um do they have any stats for this they do not arkansas has a home advantage but then again this is preseason cincinnati has been very good despite all things so i'm gonna go with cincinnati upsetting arkansas here i'm gonna go with the bold prediction for that so arkansas or no cincinnati Cincinnati over arkansas on the road um yeah university of texas el paso to oklahoma all right nine ranked oklahoma oklahoma 100 percent for that no question about that unless you unless utep honestly pulls something right out of their ass then it's gonna be oklahoma because why the fuck not bcu and miami who the fuck Bethune-Cookman-Wildcats. I didn't even know that school existed. <laughs> Bethune-Cookman-Wildcats. So the Wildcats versus Miami. I'm going to go with Miami for that one. Or should we go bold? Should we go for a bold upset? Um. They lost 14-63 to against Central Florida. Um. Yeah, we're gonna go with we're gonna go with Miami on this one. Because they don't look to be that good. 24 Houston and University of Texas, San Antonio, UTSA. Again, should be another no doubter. 24 Houston, taking that win all the time. Ooh, this is a good one right off the bat, too. 11th ranked Oregon at three, Georgia. Now I'm not the one for calling upsets, but we have a Pac-12 team, which the Pac-12 hasn't been strong in recent years, in my opinion, they haven't shown up, versus a third-ranked SEC team, and probably one of like the four in the top ten, so... I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the SEC over the Pac-12 just because I don't think Pac-12 teams hold a candle to um, SEC football. That's just my opinion. You can clown me all you want, but I think Georgia. I think I think Georgia's gonna take that one pretty easily because it's a Pac-12 team and an 11th-ranked Oregon team who I haven't seen in recent years. So definitely Georgia over definitely Georgia over Oregon. Um speaking of West versus South, we have twenty-fifth ranked BYU in South Florida. BYU. If BYU is ranked, that means they're most likely gonna be decent. So BYU for that. Troy in Mississippi, Ole Miss. This is Ole Miss we're talking about here. And in another and another yet another SEC team and a strong SEC, so Mississippi. No doubt. USC and Rice. Does Rice even have a football team? USC, one hundred percent. Miami, Ohio, and Kentucky. Big Ben's alma mater versus Kentucky. Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with UK. I'm gonna go with Kentucky just because it's Miami, Ohio. Most of these most of these week one games are gonna be against FCS teams or like lower ranked um, D1 teams. So. Definitely twenty Kentucky over Miami Ohio. We have the set, We have seven Utah and Florida. Now this one is gonna be. So the Gators last year. Didn't look too bad, but they didn't do too well against ranked opponents. Even though they were ranked last year, they're not ranked this year. So these are all from. Wow, okay. Never mind then. That's from twenty nineteen. Um I don't know. I haven't seen much of the Gators. I don't know I don't really know. But Utah is looking pretty strong. I give Pac twelve I've gave Pac twelve teams a lot of shit. But Florida's an SEC team and not a good one. So Pac twelve might not come on top in this one. So I'm gonna go Utah over Florida. We have Illinois State and Wisconsin. Wisconsin 100%. If if Wisconsin doesn't win that, then they clown them. All, the, all you fucking want to. It's Albany and Baylor. University of Albany versus Baylor. <laughs> Come on. Baylor with the win, especially at home. No doubt. Now we get into some interesting ones. Fifth-ranked Notre Dame and two-ranked Ohio State. Now, I know this is probably going to be a long shot, but I'm going to take Notre Dame over Ohio State just because Ohio State hasn't. Ohio State, I don't think, in my mind, deserves to be number two. Maybe number six or something, but they don't deserve to be that high. I'm going to go with Notre Dame every day. Utah State and Alabama, easy win for Bama, and then Clemson and Georgia Tech to round it off. Clemson, no doubt. It's for Clemson. Come on. But um, if we go to look at the standings and everything, we can see a lot of teams. There's really nothing right now. But independents are still UMass, Notre Dame, UConn, New Mexico. Um a lot the top 25 teams though are as follows Alabama takes number one Ohio State is ranked second with Georgia being third four Clemson, fifth Notre Dame, six Texas A&M, seven Utah, eight Michigan, nine Oklahoma the top Baylor finishing off the top 10 and from there we have Oregon and 11th 12 Oklahoma State 13 North Carolina State 14 USC 15 Miami or Michigan State my apologies 16th Miami Florida 7th Pittsburgh 18 Wisconsin 19 Arkansas 20 Kentucky 21 Mississippi 22 Wake Forest 23 Cincy 24 Houston and 25 BYU rounding it off as for college football news um, big time ref John O'Neal retires Moves to a role with the NFL So he's on the big time Big game um, Father versus son apparently At Western Michigan Versus Michigan Or Michigan State um, What happened to Alabama Those good September home games Have they gone away? Um Next Saban is going to coach uh, t- apparently until 2030 at Alabama, so pray for college football during that time, especially in 2030, on his last year. <laughs> um, apparently the game in Ireland had- took place as well, but that's college football, or at least some games. Um, yeah, Pitt and West Virginia. Let's talk about college football rivalries because they are in they're interesting especially with tea, especially with like backyard brawl and everything because there's two backyard brawls. If you want to be technical, there's two. Cuz or pardon me, there's West Virginia and Pittsburgh is one. Which is a big one and then there's also I think it's Michigan and Ohio state is the other backyard brawl. That's that takes place um west virginia and pittsburgh if you guys don't know west virginia said morgantown west virginia it's in northern virginia almost or it's in northern west virginia almost in southwestern p.a and also in that same territory is pittsburgh university of pittsburgh look at the look at the things and everything west virginia is like an hour outside of pittsburgh to begin with um growing up in southwestern p.a and then west i lived in west virginia for two years did other things or i lived in southwestern p.a for 15 after that um, big rivalry from there, huge, um, so I'm gonna take West Virginia over Schittsburg any day with that, but also Michigan and Ohio State, and there's Ohio State and, um, Penn State as well, um, most rivalries are in location, but others come from, like, events or anything like that, like Colorado and Nebraska, I know had, um, arrivals because of something that happened that I don't think I should really, I don't think I should bring up, really, um, but yeah, college football. Rivalries, rivalries are crazy. Especially nowadays because whenever you're just starting off with everything too. I don't know if Notre Dame and Ohio State is a rivalry, but... Um, I know there's some others for sure on here. Um, speaking of football, the NFL kicks off. I think it kicked off last week with this final week of preseason. Um... Because college football is college football, NFL is NFL, and Formula One is Formula One. So we can go to Formula One now because I've done college football and everything, I want to do that. This podcast, by the way, I keep on jumping from topic to topic, but this is supposed to be me to talk about really anything, it just involved in talking about sports, so... We're going to keep it that way. So, Some news from the Formula One world after what seemed to be the Belgian Grand Prix. Um, Alonso apologized to Hamilton after idiot comments in the Belgian Grand Prix whenever Hamilton realized that he wasn't taking the right line and crashed into Fernando Alonso. And Alonso said that he can only win or he only knows how to drive from first place or something like that. Which, I mean... I'm not gonna say that's a fair comment towards Hamilton, but come on, give give Hamilton a break. Um, um. Hamilton and Russell say Mercedes should be in a better window at Zandvoort. Honestly, if Mercedes doesn't show up in Zandvoort, I'm gonna be quite I'm gonna be quite surprised because, um, it seems after they take a hit from like a Grand Prix, they seem to just bounce back which is a little weird for mercedes to just be kind of down and out like that but yeah i'm gonna look forward to mercedes trying to bounce back in send for especially to get revenge for 2021 i'm gonna count for red bull to try to be strong and then ferrari to be ferrari and fuck up uh, absolutely every single thing in formula one um of course ferrari is optimistic as well but then again Ferrari also had an 80-point lead going into, I think it was Australia, or coming out of Australia, I think, Charles Leclerc had almost an 80-point lead over Max Verstappen, and then look how that's turned out for Ferrari, so they can't be too hopeful, in my opinion. Um, They came out with the power rankings for this week. I wanted to see if I can find that, but I doubt it. But the standings... Max Verstappen is on first place on 284 points, Perez on 191, and if you can guess, they lead to Constructors by a handy 100 points as well. Charles Leclerc is right behind Sergio Perez on 186, Carlos Sainz on fourth with 171, Russell Hamilton fifth and sixth, Landon Norris takes seventh place, Akan and Alonso take eighth and ninth, Valtteri Bottas rounds off the tenth spot, um, then that's that. But Nicholas Latifi still has yet to score points While Albon has 4 Lance Droll for whatever reason also has 4 points And he is down there with Nico Hulkenberg With 0 So bring the Hulk back um, Finishers for the Belgian Grand Prix <clears throat> Verstappen started 14th He finished 1st Verstappen literally started 14th on the grid in Belgium Came back to win from 14th to 1st that makes the second race where he started outside of the top, or started tenth or tenth or back, and won a Grand Prix, which is honestly a crazy finish for Verstappen. But Verstappen wins with 26 points. Perez takes second place. Carlos Sainz takes third. George Russell takes a nice fourth place, and Belgium. So at least the Mercedes in a top five again. Um. Alonso takes 5th place even after the collision he had a pretty strong race in my opinion um, Leclerc takes 6th but the Leclerc situation was interesting as well for me at least because Leclerc literally so they put him out on hard or I think he was on hards or mediums or something like that he was on a harder compound attire looking good to finish what 4th or 5th I think it was like he was looking to finish 5th right and then ferrari for whatever reason bring him in to try to get the fastest lap and while he's trying to get the fastest lap he gets a speeding in a pit lane penalty for being one kilometer over the speed limit which is not a joke he was one kilometer over the speed limit got a penalty got to mode it down to sixth place after all of that and he didn't even get the fastest lap so that's Ferrari's luck right there. And I don't know what the hell Ferrari's thinking, but come on. <laughs> they cannot be this. They cannot be this stupid with race strategy, man. You got to be kidding me. But Leclerc finishes 6 after a horrible, another horrible Belgian Grand Prix. Akon finishes 7th. Vettel finishes 8th. A strong showing from Vettel and the Aston Martin. I don't know if it was his doing or Aston's doing. It's most likely um, Seb's doing because Aston is absolute dog shit. Um, Pierre Gasly finishes 9th in his 100th Grand Prix. Or in his 100th... English is very tough today. Um, Pierre Gasly finishes 9th um, in his 100th Grand Prix. Um, especially at Belgium. Um, it's a nice points finish for Pierre. I will say that. Albon finishes 10th and gets another point for Williams. So that moves Williams up to 4 points and Albon's 4th point as well. Um, and then from 10th to the finishers, just kind of reading them off. Lance Stroll finishes 11th. Norris in 12th. Sonoda 13th. Joe 14th. Ricardo 15th. Magnussen, Schumacher, and Latifi were all lapped. Bottas and Hamilton both DNF'd. Um, Bottas DNF'd I think on lap two or three after he got caught in a gravel by an incident with I think it was Latifi I don't quite remember but there there was an incident with the Williams and Bottas DNF'd and Hamilton of course that incident with Alonso gave him floor damage and caused some other problems for him so he didn't finish and was not classified the fastest lap went to Verstappen with a one forty nine point three five four. Um, the fastest pit stop went to Alpine with a two set, two seconds, tw- er, two second twenty two millisecond pit stop, and then driver of the day went to Max Verstappen. And now as for the race, like I said, Verstappen qu- finished qualifying in first place. After grid penalties took place, he started fourteenth. Um, so the app is wrong with that, but Verstappen didn't take a grand slam, so that's that but like I said Belgium is looking pretty pretty interesting in my opinion so um yeah that was the dog cast another hefty episode for at least Formula One reasons like I said Mercedes is looking to come back which I doubt they will um let's just be honest and then there's also Red Bulls Dominance and just a couple of other things as well but that's at least formula one that's honestly just that but thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast um, like i said um make sure you guys are looking out for my youtube and my twitch there will be content being uploaded this week almost all this week will be at least some sort of content on either twitch or youtube unless i can find a way to stream on youtube but other than that thank you guys i'll see you guys in the next one peace out